0: Everybody has an emotional struggle, Right. but there are some that we kind of delineated or named or label in society when we talk about mental health issues or stress related issues such as trauma. And for the person who doesn't maybe particularly struggle with that labeled issue, it could feel so defeating and discouraging. Like there's been this problem that kind of began outside of them and they feel hopeless maybe sometimes to know how to be able to succeed in comforting their spouse. So they always feel like they're disappointing them or letting them down. Or it feels like I can never connect with you. Like you are, this person will always be emotionally unavailable. And like, there's this, I can see you have this need, but I can never meet that need for you because of trauma or anxiety or depression or whatever that looks like. And, but then for the person who has that particular struggle that is labeled as some type of emotional issue or struggle, it feels so hard for them because for the ones I've seen it's they want to be able to to connect. Right. They don't want to be stuck in this place of anxiousness and need and you know, reassurance and safety and security. So they want to tone it down, but they can't because they, everything in their body keeps sending the signal, something's going to go wrong. Or for the person struggling with depression, it's, I can see that in some way I'm not connecting with you in what you're feeling. And I feel like, I, I liked how one person said it, it's like, I'm... Uh, in a glass bowl and life is like a movie happening around mm, mm-hmm. you know and that's so sad and i can't touch it and i can't interact with it wow. you know so that's so hard and for the person who's been through trauma it's like hey i want to be able to trust but that's so scary for me
1: this is everything left hands with the heavy rains. i ain't scared of the marriage thing so i ain't scared of the marriage thing had to say twice on the mind Welcome to the A More Excellent Way podcast with Dr. James and Nicola Hawkins.
0: Here, we seek to inspire and equip couples and families to go about their relationship with God and each other in a a more more excellent way.
1: way.
0: Yeah, so Mm -hmm. this idea for this podcast actually came from a listener. We thank you so much for sharing this idea. Mm -hmm. And so we said, yeah, let's do this. And definitely in our ministry and in work, we've seen this dynamic. I'll never forget when I would, you know, first began and just sitting with a client that had been to the doctor and had been diagnosed with a mental disorder and for the other spouse just sitting over there. And once since this person felt relief, it's kind of like, yeah, I always kind of knew something was going on, but right. I didn't know what it was. And there was a little bit of shame because mm-hmm. I've been beaten up on them for so long and then to find this out. But then at the same time, there's a part like, but what does that mean? Does this mean he just can act any kind of way and we could just blame it on this? And so this person just really felt stuck in what to do in that moment.
1: Yeah, that would be a big, like a large newness, you know, and it's like, what do I do with this? Like, do we go on like we used to? Is there something that how do how do we go about treatment to help make him better how much more better does he or she get like mm-hmm. a lot of questions surrounding mm-hmm. that and I mean like you talked about that feeling within the person who's been walking alongside that feeling like oh my gosh like I've up on him or her for so long or I made these assumptions about their character like you're just being lazy or mm-hmm. distant or mm-hmm. you don't care or mm-hmm. you know just, just different things that begins to frustrate us about our spouse but when you get a diagnosis that says actually this if going on for a period of time and the symptoms that's been shared this looks like anxiety mm-hmm. or maybe depression or just any one of the other yeah um, and I
0: want to clarify yeah. that part as we talk about this so I'm going to talk okay. about it under the umbrella of emotional struggles mm. that's what I want to talk about it
1: yeah okay yeah because that I feel like good.
0: that helps make it one it's a little for a little me, bit
1: closer maybe closer like, like we and, all go through emotional exactly. struggles so when we think <laughs> okay. about some of
0: these things that we lay ableist disorders. We all exist on a spectrum. Yeah. And it's not like there's anyone walking around out there in society that's
1: free or yeah.
0: Free I'm being, just completely yeah. able to like be always aware and congruent with my emotions mm-hmm. and connect with the emotions of everybody else. Or, and, you know, I, even coping well with I stress, yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. or anything like that. We yeah. don't want to really have that life in some way. So we are. So when I say emotional struggles, we all have different degrees of emotional struggles.
1: Thank you, James. That brings it closer to home because then that means I'm included in this. And <laughs> y- you know I what I mean? Too. Yeah. And
0: some of it is, you know, whether it's and I don't want to even get into the debate, whether it's organic or non-organic, was it is nature versus nurture. The point is, is we all have to learn how to connect with Mm -hmm. the people around us that are right in front of us. Mm -hmm. And -hmm. so being able to say, "Okay, I get it. I see this struggle for you. And how can I be there with you? Because sometimes if truth be told, sometimes as other people go through struggles, what makes it hard is. It brings out some weaknesses and deficiencies in ourselves our as well, thing. too. Or does mm-hmm. it push us outside our comfort zone in ways that we didn't know we're there?
1: Right. Got to show up and be a different kind of caregiver mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. connector. Yeah. And it,
0: it, <sighs> just, it can be hard because let's say that person struggles to be able to be emotionally available. Okay. And I really need that comfort from you. And what do I do with that? And that Mm -hmm. sense of maybe I'm getting this rejection or I feel this aloneness. Yeah. Or maybe it's that person I want to be able to, I find meaning by performing or making you happy. Mm -hmm. And the least little sign of I'm disappointing you, particularly you see that when when someone Mm -hmm. struggles with anxiety, for example, okay, it's literally, it's not like they want to be that way. For most of the people I've seen that struggle with anxiety, they say, I would want to give anything to not be worried about these things. I'd want to give anything to not feel this, like just sense in my body that something's, going to go wrong, this alarm, literally their body gets stuck in this alarm and hyper arousal place. Mm -hmm. And they recognize that when I get in that place and I get anxious and I can get irritable and that lane's funny on my partner, then I start struggling with, I'm being too much. And if I keep being this way. I mean, will I push mm, them away? I
1: may lose them. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Will I be too much? And then they end up getting blamed. They get told that, you know, in life, sometimes they get told that they're too much. Yeah. That or, they're too needy. Yeah. So now here they get caught in this battle. I feel this anxiety coming up and there's a part my brain knows something's like that it doesn't match Something up. Something is happening. Sometimes mm-hmm. they can catch it. Mm-hmm. But however, my body is such a powerful force and these emotions rise up and it gets me moving. But I'm torn now. Cause I can't really like, I want to reach in a way, but I don't know how to reach this anxiety. When I reach from this anxious place, it sends my partner away. Right. And, and that's I see the them last feel thing
1: different. you want, you know? Exactly. Yeah.
0: Or for the person that's go to the other side mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. The, like an emotional spectrum of depression, right? Okay. Where it's like, oh my, I'm struggling to even feel my emotions. I feel kind of numbed out. Numb. I feel this okay. grayness and this lowness mm-hmm. and I don't like to feel, and I don't want to feel that sadness or that dread Mm-hmm. so it's almost like I'm kind of cut off from all of my, cause I don't want to be stuck in this pain alone. Mm-hmm. So I can't feel anything. I can't even take in joy. joy I can't take or, in comfort. Yeah. And then when your partner's kind of like wanting to make this emotional bond and you can't, you start feeling like a failure or yeah. a disappointment or you're like, you're or, letting them down. And,
1: yeah. Or just go away. Don't see me in this space. Yep. I don't,
0: hey, don't engage me. <laughs> yep. There you go. Uh huh. Yep. And what a sad thing. Cause then at the same time though, while they might be, that's going on, that part Internally of them, that beautiful thinking. part of yeah. them, even people are struggling from what I've seen, even they're struggling with these emotional struggles. There's still that part of them that, that we are created to be in connection. To
1: blossom and connect. And so when these emotional yeah.
0: struggles are getting in the way of that very beautiful part mm-hmm. of them that wants to connect, and even this emotional struggle is still a beautiful part of who they are too. But when it's getting in the way of them being able to connect... It hurts. It sucks. And they feel of the aloneness of it. Mm-hmm. So I guess mm-hmm. part of what we're trying to do in this podcast is increase a sense of, I want to say, empathy. Okay. And to understand that world for your spouse. So maybe you're going, you're listening to this and and we've so been talked about anxiety, depression, but there's trauma. When you've gone through some type of trauma, whether it's neglect, some type of abuse, mm-hmm. or just a major kind of like relational injury. Mm-hmm that affects your neurological structure as well. Yeah. Your body gets primed to whatever that type of pain was and you learned how to prevent that pain and you can get stuck.
1: So what happens for Mm -hmm. someone
0: who wants to shut things down because I don't feel safe. It's anytime any kind of emotion starts to rise up, I have to throw the walls up. But when I throw those walls up to keep out pain or a sense of failure or disappointment out, I also keep out bonding and joy and connection. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so that, puts me in a hard space. And then Man. my other partner on the outside, could like, what's wrong with you?
1: Such a push pull. Yeah. Yep.
0: And then you can feel like, well, you know, because of this and I went through, then the mm-hmm. other partner's like, well, what am I supposed to do? I wasn't there for that. Mm-hmm. You know, how do we ever fix this? And then you start feeling like you're failing and all that you're kind of stuff. Blame. Or some people hold, get yeah. like, Hey, I don't know if people can be dependable. I want to reach to you for comfort. But I don't know if but you'll really you stay be there, there be there. Uh-huh. So then they get kind of this anxious and kind of like you can feel like demanding and critical, but they're not trying to put the person down. But it's just I'm not sure if I don't do this, nothing might happen or you might go away. Uh-huh. So but I can see me doing this is pushing you away. So I'm trying to stop it, but I can't. Uh, uh-huh. or I, can't I can't because for dilemma. me to stop. Exactly. Because if I stop this, what will happen to me? Probably mm. nothing. Probably nothing will happen in our relationship, but the other person over there is like, I didn't do that to you." So what am I gonna? What am I gonna do? You know that kind of, and they get stuck and overwhelmed too. So mm-hmm. Ugh, exactly, yeah. I like how you even <laughs> felt that, and that's what I hope as the listeners yeah. like. Maybe you can say like, "My, I've been through that," and like, "I hope you feel like, and hey, somebody, you get it." That's exactly mm-hmm. what I'm feeling. That's mm-hmm. what I've gone through, but I couldn't put it into words.
1: Right?
0: Or maybe you're on the other side. And you're thinking about that that family member, a friend, a coworker, a spouse, or a child that is maybe meets some of these things and fits into these descriptions we're talking about. Right. I hope what that does is it helps you understand their experience a little bit more.
1: Right. So that sense of empathy where just the ability to understand and both, you know, sense of sharing the feelings of another. Yeah. Right. Yep. From both sides, I guess, yep. if you are yep. able to.
0: Yeah. And can so you talking about, about for the that. spouse? Maybe that isn't um, so, quote unquote, label, label with an emotional right. struggle. Because mm-hmm. for them, it, it is hard. It is hard mm-hmm. because. You see your partner over there and you want to connect with them. But then sometimes it can feel like even in your best efforts, it's not enough. Mm-hmm. Or it can feel like um, yeah, it's not enough. Or you can end up feeling emotionally alone
1: mm-hmm.
0: when they're kind of in maybe in a dark spot. Right. Or in that they have this mistrust. Right. And because you love them and you care for them, a spouse or child or a friend, because you love them, there's this part of you that wants to be able to comfort them. True. And so when you try and reach out to them and comfort them and it feels like it can't get through or it's never enough, that can feel defeating and disappointing for you as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that becomes the hard place. And so why I'm trying to even say that for you is because I want you to be able to even make sense of your own experience because that helps bring down some of like, it helps to relieve some of that emotional load in right, a way. Right, Because maybe you couldn't make sense of what you're experiencing and it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um. -hmm. But then, when you can do that and make sense of what that's like for you, but then you can also share with your partner. And I know that sounds fun, but they do need to see it because even the person who has emotional struggle. They, they usually, are still they capable still
1: of, yeah. And even sometimes with, you know, the observation, like I see what you're going through and I kind of want what you're wanting to offer, but at the same time, I'm so into where I'm at and my body and my mind is just, you know, aroused and doing what it's doing or mm-hmm. numb and doing what it's doing, mm-hmm. you know, just, I think it's kind of cool talking about this. So I think they noticed, I think it would be uh, like, I see it, but I can't maybe respond to it, but just, I think hearing it again and hearing how... Just Just the presence of the emotional illness, how it does impact on both ends, both persons within the relationship, within the marriage, you know. So let's transition into,
0: well, I know we can't do a lot of this, but we do want to encourage you that maybe in this place where you both feel like you're drowning, it's okay to reach for help. Okay. One, i.e. that could be a therapist.
1: So would you suggest just... Just individual therapy or couples therapy, both or (laughs) or what?
0: So this is what I'm going to say. And it's not a all time prescriptive. Let's see. So if I'm thinking marriage, if I'm thinking parent, child, Mm -hmm. I want that significant other to be there. That's just so me. Both if it's a parent child, don't please. Um, there's times when just the kid maybe needs to go sometimes. But this is James. So this is this is, this is is Doc Hawk here, right? Mm-hmm. This is what I say. Because what I know is that through the process of, a, of bonding and connection, that if I can help another person who's already in their life to be able to respond to them in that place where they're struggling and to see that struggle and to see the pain, And for that person that has the emotional struggle to be able to put words to their experience and and send it over to that person and have that person respond back with comfort and with care. That is so healing and redemptive.
1: Mm, Okay.
0: Now, that doesn't mean if that person can't be there, um, that it can't happen. Um, And there's many ways that that gets worked out. But that's typically what I like is for that person to be able to be there.
1: To pull everybody from out of their separate corners and bring them to the middle of the room, Mm -hmm. essentially kind of, you know, from their own personal worlds and Mm -hmm. their own personal minds Mm -hmm. and put them into the this one room together with a mediator, counselor, therapist, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. pastor, trusted friend, you know. Something. Yeah, and, I, and if okay. it's a
0: pastor, I just want to be fair to and say this because there are some great pastors out there that I know do good work. Um, they come to our counseling trainings with us. They're reading, they're studying. Mm-hmm. I, but That's I want to make sure it's like, with
1: like mental. A little bit. Health, and if that passion, oh, like, okay. what
0: I love in this area, definitely, I, we are so blessed in Northwest Arkansas. There are so many pastors that reach out to us as therapists on a regular basis to ask questions. Mm. Um, they do a great job in referring like, hey, I've tried this part. Could you help the person out? Mm-hmm. And they even, some of these pastors are doing a good job even with follow-up. Like, hey, once they've you know, been to therapy and you kind of think that, then let me know so I can help join back in with them. And that's, that's awesome. amazing. It is. Wow. It really is. Okay. Um, so, so also mm-hmm. on that, but I do know there are times when maybe for whatever reason, somebody might need that individual time. Um, And that's okay, too. It's not like a failing. Mm -hmm. I just want to help if that supportive community can be there and be a part of the process. That's the best thing where
1: they can all see and kind of hear the same thing and Mm -hmm. kind of see the same change kind of happening at the same time. Because if that one
0: person's in there trying to kind of do the work, sometimes it's hard to reintegrate that into a system that maybe isn't there to be mm-hmm. a part of that experience and of that work with them. Okay. That's anyway. good. Yeah. Um, wow. Also, here's another idea I thought about as we were doing this. It is being able to find a place to be able to share your story. And so maybe that is being able to find other, whether support groups in the area or if there's a friend that you know that has maybe been through something similar to talk to them and interview them and get an idea. But I will say you have to be careful with that because not everybody's experience is the same
1: mm-hmm. and not
0: everybody has dealt with this in a healthy way.
1: True. Yeah, but if you can't find
0: that person that maybe not only has had that experience, but um, you've seen some success in their life with it, um, then maybe just talk and ask questions. Okay. So that's some ideas I was thinking about.
1: Okay. because And um, that's good. <laughs> I think one of the things that popped in my head just now, um, as you're talking about getting the sense of outside help from a, a therapist, one thing that I know I've read before is so talking about not becoming the therapist of the spouse or you know the child that's needing specific help you know or that sense of even enabling in our efforts to help sometimes we can you know kind of go back and start enabling certain behavior not mm-hmm. allowing the space for that person to show up in their own like life mm-hmm. and you know, grow in the strengths, like, you know, mentioned a sense of individual counseling too. like strengthening their own self-efficacy, like bolstering their ability to, to grow and connect with what the pain that they're dealing with and walking through and able to strengthen themselves to cope. I want to use the word cope, <laughs> I guess, cope with what they're dealing uh, dealing with and walking through. So mm-hmm. just not being an enabler or a sense of being a crutch for, but just, you know, again, going and seeking the the therapy that individually or both will be uh, needing. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. So how, how about we close out like this? Let's just close out in the time and just pray for couples that might find themselves stuck in this emotional struggle. Think you could do that.
1: Yeah. So if we want to pray right now, yeah. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Okay. Lord, we just thank you. Um, thank you for just this, Ability to pause and, and reflect on that. We all go through emotional struggles um, and challenging, Lord, challenges. Father, I pray um, some at some, uh, uh, an immediate, medium like level or more moderate, mild, or something that feels so intense, Lord, that we may need um, just additional counsel, Lord God. And so I pray for our wisdom um, that uh, whomever is listening, if they're sensing that. You know, this is something outside of their realm of personal control that they'll uh, decide to go and seek some uh, counsel, wise counsel and skilled or trained therapist. Lord God, I pray for the spouse that's walking with uh, their spouse who are um, working through mental uh, illness or challenges. Lord God, to have like the sense of empathy, (laughs) I pray for empathy. Um, that sense of being able to understand and bearing with one another, Lord God, I pray as they're journeying through this, Lord God, that they'll be able to um, figure out a sense of newness um, to their relationship, that there can still be hope in the relationship, then Lord, that they can uh, be able to create a meaning of what It means for their marriage to be successful, Lord God. They may have to adjust some things that they were anticipating or expecting, Lord, um, and adjust to what fits them and what's good for them. And so, Father, I pray for hope over their marriage. Pray for hope and healing over their minds, bodies, spirit, Lord God, thinking, feeling, and thought, Lord God. I pray for just a sense of um, a connectedness and an empathy for them in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope that you have been inspired and equipped to go about your relationship with God and others in a more excellent way. Please subscribe to our podcast and rate us on iTunes. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at A More Excel Way and check out our website at A More Excellent Way Relationship.com. Visit KLRC.com to learn more about the more excellent way.